Hey, what's up, Black Hollywood Live? Welcome to the Red Table Talk After Show. Chelsea Handler confronts white privilege. Keep it locked. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey. 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 Hey, hey, oh, come on, right. light show. Yeah, right. We like, keep forgetting right. about these well, lights. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, Black Hollywood Live? Welcome to the Red Table Talk After Show. I am your man, Tyler Tyson, and I have some beautiful ladies joining me on this panel. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. Wow, that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tyler Simone, so happy to be here again. Yes. Hello, my name is Jade Ming, and it is an honor to even be on here with two great people. Oh, no, Aww. we're happy to have you. Listen, <laughs> yes. the show just got... Extra, extra better. I don't even know if that's that's how you say it, but it's a better show. We are. We'll I feel complete now. You know, there right? are more people on this panel. Yeah. So on today's show, Chelsea Handler confronts white privilege. She joined mm-hmm. the ladies on the Red Table Talk and minus Willow, and they kind of had a, a nice conversation. What did you think of the overall episode? I really liked it. I felt like Chelsea was really open and honest, and I love that they included clips from her documentary so we could actually see yes. what all happened. Well, Throughout the documentary, I thought it was a great episode. What do you think? Um, I personally, first of all, I like to say I love how everyone just feels so comfortable to speak in front of um, Jada and her mom. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, they can keep 100%, 100% real. As well as, like, you know, especially with Chase, Chelsea being there. You know, the fact that Jada can even see a change in her yeah. is, is, like, yeah. really big, first of all. Second of all, I just think that the fact that they can be honest with each other and speak to each other as adults, but yet get their point across without having to be like, this is that, this is that. Absolutely. Yes. And mm-hmm. on this episode, later on in, in this show, we're going to talk about Chelsea's running with the law. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about how she even confronts her acknowledging the fact that she's benefited from white privilege. And we're going to uh, show you some clips from her documentary. Um, yeah. So we're going to get to all of that a little bit later. Overall, mm-hmm. I'm like you guys. I thought the show was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they have tackled white privilege a couple of times on this show. <laughs> but I feel like... Not like this, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always from the point of view of Jada or Willow or uh, Gammy, yeah. and then maybe, like, a therapist or somebody, but never... I mean, I hate to say it. Someone, like, like she said it perfectly, the poster child for white privilege. Like, exactly. I love me some Chelsea Handler. <laughs> but I think everything that she laid out in this episode of the Red Table Talk was 100% accurate on her rise to, to the top. So yeah. let's go ahead and jump into all of that. Um, let's talk about her life a little bit because yeah. she brought it up uh she was dating a guy named tyshawn mm-hmm. and tyshawn good old mm-hmm. Ty- i think we all know a couple tyshawn some, some tyshawn you right. know if you don't have a tyshawn in your life you yeah come on now yes. if, it, if you, you gotta have one or the other either the ty so that's a tyler tyrone tyrell tyshawn like yes. you got some or it gotta be the it sean has to be. yeah it has to be two. two names in one exactly two names in one but she mentioned that there was a point in time when they were dating um, that they got arrested or yeah. they had gotten pulled over mm. a few times and they both had weed every single time Tyshawn got arrested mm-hmm. Chelsea got off yeah. yeah, like not even taken to jail or anything like oh ma'am thank you have a nice day yeah. yeah and she said that she thought that she got let off because of her good personality and because she was cute <laughs> which I think that's what a lot of white people yeah. think when they do get let off they don't they don't think deeper about it mm-hmm. and they don't consider the fact that it is white privilege. 
Yeah. Um, when it came to that, I was just very shocked, but not also at the same time, not because mm-hmm. only because back then, maybe just because it wasn't as, you know, as far as white privilege and then what goes on when it comes to, you know, getting pulled over and stuff, it wasn't so, um, it wasn't, not everyone was paying attention to it. Right. But nowadays, like, so many things are going on when it comes, when cops pull over uh, black people, and then when it comes to, um, you know, when situations happen, when it comes to white people, you know, some white, like, the, when it comes to white people, they don't get, um, they don't get, you know, unfortunately right. shot yeah. or anything. But then, because you'll see many videos of them doing crazy things, mm-hmm. and nothing happens. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But then when you see videos of people, I'm not saying, like, because, you know, there are some things that certain things happen and where people get arrested, but it's should never be crime to where it gets to the point where police should shoot black right people. right yeah. and that that's part of part of the privilege that she was saying when she mentioned that yeah. is that just something as simple as a traffic stop <clears throat> hey man hey tyler your tail light is out mm-hmm. it should not end with the police pulling you over because your tail light is out to mm-hmm. okay now like sarah bland uh she's mysteriously dead and we have yeah. no explanation for it right. whereas if it were a white person that they don't even have that experience. Like Chelsea said, she literally would cuss the police mm-hmm. out. That's when I, crazy. As we yeah. talked on a previous show, when I was in high school, all of my friends, for the most part, were of other ethnicities, primarily white. And there were times when they were speeding or doing something stupid, got pulled like, over. <laughs> I'm sitting in the backseat like, okay, Ooh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And... I'm thinking, okay, just 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 take the ticket, whatever. I mean, he is cussing this police officer out. Mm-hmm. Police yeah. is doing nothing. Like the police is apologizing to my friend, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I've never seen that. Yeah. So it's yeah. like maybe I should try. No, 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 no. Oh, no. no we will <laughs> not. No, 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 no. I know better. I think it's it's privilege to not be fearful of the police. Like that is privilege yeah. in itself. Is to know that if you do something wrong, you're fine. You will walk away unscathed. Mm-hmm. But for us, there's a fear. We don't feel comfortable we don't feel safe and that is that's something we deal with every single day yeah so if you don't then you're you have some sort of privilege for sure that's the part of what makes it privilege that you don't even have to think about it yeah and that's a crazy thing because even so even then like i personally just think okay is this okay for me to do this Mm -hmm. or is okay for our friends if we you know i have i predominantly hang out with black people so it's like you know is it okay if like my i think ahead for my group of friends Mm -hmm. because you know i'm mixed but they're fully black right. you know what i mean yeah. and so it's different so i have to think ahead for them mm-hmm. you know just because i know how the world is yeah. and so it's crazy how our mentality we have to think ahead but yet they don't and yeah. i feel like that's the biggest problem and also chelsea even mentioned in her document in her docu uh docu series documentary yeah. mm-hmm. she said she was like you know we you know she she can't have we can't have you know black people speak for us mm-hmm. you know we have to actually speak on and defend ours not mm-hmm. defend ourselves but show like talk on our own right. and that is true right. because you know we're not going to understand you yeah. we're just going to see black and white yeah. that's it and i and i think it's important because when you are and this is not to always take it to a political space, but this is mm-hmm. part of the issue with some of the horrible things that are going on in the country and mm-hmm. why people are so frustrated is because, yeah, not everyone that has benefited from white privilege is racist. Not everyone that supports Trump is racist. We know that. Mm-hmm. But when things happen and you say nothing, yes. your silence means that you agree with what's happening. And yes. so to Chelsea's point, she's like, no, we have to acknowledge, yes, there is white privilege. Yes, we, being the white people, have benefited from white privilege. Does that make it right? 
No. Yeah. And that's what Jada was saying. There's, there's no shame in admitting that there's something wrong. Mm. But I think Chelsea was the one who, yes. who said that the reason why they don't yes. acknowledge it, they like to just <laughs> ignore it, is yeah. because if they do acknowledge it, they then have to do, do something, something about, about it. it. Yes. And they don't want to lose that privilege that they have. Yeah. But it's like you're Ooh. not losing. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the crazy thing. You're not losing privilege, though. You're just making sure things are being equal. You know, you're making sure that everyone is being treat, treated as equal as you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, I feel like we have such... It's not even about... It, it's to the point where it is about color sometimes, but it's not even about that. It's about who is by hierarchy. Yeah. It's really about that and who has power. And people don't like to lose that power. And white privilege, they don't want to lose that power. And that's what um, in the clip that we're actually about, this is the very first clip Ooh, of the oh, day well, that we're... That. That's a good... Wow. Come on, that's an alley-oop right there. They, wow. they, they kind of talk about that. So let's look at this clip from uh, the Red Table Talk. Privilege is non-existent. So what we're filming is a documentary on white privilege to see if it exists or if it's a fantasy that people are just making up in their heads. What do you think? I think it's something they're making up in their heads. You don't think it exists? No. I had the same privileges that the other guys had. And What, what other guys? Other guys, black, white, Hispanic. You know, right. I think everybody makes their own choices. You were surprised about that. I was surprised because really? yes, because privilege to a lot of people is related to money. money. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's, that's the, the point thing. that that you were just saying yeah. that yeah. people really feel like it's somehow attached to money. It has nothing Absolutely to do not. with money. At and all. the reason why I feel like it is is because majority of the white people are, or at least that we see, are, they have money. They Mm -hmm. come from wealth. They come from being able to not have to worry about struggle. And that's exactly what even Chelsea mentioned, struggle. They like to, you. it's okay to use the word struggle, but not, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not okay to say that, you know, that they have it harder. You know what I'm saying? And she, she mentioned that, the difference between, Having hard times and then struggling are two different things. Different like, things. She said that she's had hard times in her life, but has she ever struggled to eat? Has mm-hmm. she ever struggled to get a job? No. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're two very different things. Yeah. And and I think that once again, I, we talk a lot on this show about using words accurately and understanding exactly what words mean. Yes. And to me, struggle is one of those words where <laughs> it's so misused all yeah. the time because we we love to dramatize things up for social media for all these different aspects so we'll use a word in a setting and it's not really the most accurate way to express a situation or describe a situation what are you about to say don't lose whatever thought you had i just want to acknowledge someone in the chat oh what's up chat room well say what's up to the chat room what's up (laughs) chat room this specific person they deleted the comment but they basically said um they were jealous we are and jealous of what? Jealous of I don't know. Please, um, please, like, don't listen. Elaborate no, on that. Just, just th- this is a this is a safe space. Yeah. Even if you're coming from a malicious standpoint, we still feel like it's a safe space, and oh, you yeah, can say what sure. you want. Like just, talking red yeah. tabletop. Yeah, because this, yeah, this might not be a red table, but it's oh, yeah. still a table, <laughs> yeah. and, and a there's table. spots of red around, so it's still <laughs> yeah. a safe place. Like any any conversation is welcome here at this table. And I I think that that's this is the problem. Um, when you hear someone telling you about their situation and things that they've gone through and to automatically shut it down and dismiss it and and try and act like it doesn't 
exists yeah. and it does and he used the word delusional which is absolutely 100% not true mm. this is happening in America right now and it has been for a really long time well the sad part is it's probably a troll because as I'm looking at this chat I don't really see a picture I just no see it. there's never there. a picture so it's usually a troll so yes. it is what it but is but listen yeah, troll I'm gonna need you to so Another thing that I that I heard on this show and that that stood out to me um, when Chelsea first started, she was talking about how she was going to therapy and how she um, basically a man, her therapist, had given her an orange and she realized that yes. she hated men yeah. and that all stemmed from her being angry that that her brother Nine years um, old. passed away. Well, he had an unfortunate accident which yeah. which killed him. Um, and so basically, she said that she found out that anger is a core for being in deep pain. Mm. And I was like, huh, okay, well, if we adopt that and we accept yeah. that and it makes sense, then does that then justify why society likes to coin black women as the quote unquote angry black woman? Because if you think about just history and everything and the total pole of life, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Black women are at the bottom, unfortunately, based on how treatment. And so there's a lot of pain there when they have been mistreated by everyone above them, black men included. Mm -hmm. Then does that then justify why? Like we should then be able to understand why this particular person might lash out in certain instances. It's not because she's angry. It's not because she's me. It's because she's had to deal with a lot of pain. Is that a fair thing to say? What do you think about that? What do you think? It's okay to deal with the pain that you deal with. That is, it's it's okay to feel a certain way. But also at the same time, I don't think that it should also take over your life. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that it should make you bitter. You know what I mean? If anything, like, unfortunately, and this is what I realized about, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, black women, like, you know, we do get so angry. We do, uh, you know, feel some type of way when it comes to, especially white privilege and Mm -hmm. it comes to women, especially. Like, that's such a big deal, especially jobs. You know what I mean? And I understand completely, but I just feel like also at the same time, like, we cannot stoop to that level of ignorance. Mm -hmm. Because also, at the same time, yes, we can be hurting. Yes, we can feel this way. But also, at the same time, we're stooping to that level. And we're trying to become better. We're trying to elevate rather than be on a level of hatred and whatnot. And so, I feel like it personally is a lot to overcome in the beginning. But um, I don't think that, you know, that should also be an excuse, if that makes sense. I didn't really see how the two connected because it was like half of the, not even half, maybe just a few minutes at the very beginning they talked about her and Mm -hmm. her childhood and Mm -hmm. how that made her an angry person. But then the white privilege is kind of like a totally different conversation. So I feel like... It does feel like two completely different episodes. Yeah, Yeah. because unfortunately, like she mentioned, she's not the only person who's lost someone in their family. And um, it doesn't give you... Uh, it doesn't justify you being rude to other people, um, but us being upset about the way we've been treated all of our lives as black women and our whole history and being angry about that, I feel like there is some justification there. Mm-hmm. And there is, there's a reason for it. And yeah, I just kind of feel like they're different. Something that's not on any of my cards and it's not on this board over here, but just popped into my brain uh-huh. was the point on the show where Chelsea said that she, for lack of a better word, got reprimanded for one of her black friends had done yes. something. And she like slapped the girl oh, on yeah, her behind. Yeah. And, and it was like, had, like one, I've never seen anyone, <laughs> male or female, slap a black woman on their behind ever Without in life. Permission. Ever in Without life. Permission. Except maybe like a WNBA game or something. like. Yeah. But I've never seen it. Yeah. And so one, has that ever happened? happened and then two um i do agree with what they said is 
with the fact that black women have always been overly objectified and sexualized, mm-hmm. like just on a fashion standpoint. Yeah. I remember being in school, once again, this this predominantly white school, mm-hmm. white girls' shorts would be the, I mean, the booty, you the coaches, the coaches. Everything. <laughs> Black girls would have on That's shorts nice. that were still longer than that. Yeah. But they would be the ones that got in, in trouble. Curves. Yeah. But it's still but if we're going based on length and the whole thing was put your hands to your side and if oh, your yeah. fingertips and their fingertips didn't, why are they being the ones like it's the same thing? But it's like when the white girl does it, it's fashion. And yeah. she's expressing herself and but when the black girl does it, it's like a thing, which I never but, understood. I feel like it also pertains of the the of the black woman's body as well. We are more, you know, curvier. I feel like we have more features than not saying like, you know, mm-hmm. everyone, but I'm saying like we have more features. So I feel like yes, we could have the same length of clothes and whatnot, but also at the same time, like it's just it's the, how it looks on you as well. Because some people, like for instance, some people, some some women could have big big breasts, mm-hmm. but they try to you know conserve it, but they can't look conservative because they have big breasts. They mm-hmm. can't. What are they supposed to do? It's or women that have you know that are curvier on the bottom part. They have a body. They have thighs. They have that. They can't wear skirts nice or whatever like that. And so I feel like that's how they look at it. You know, mm. that's the difference of telling difference of letting a white person wear shorts and wearing a, letting a black person wear shorts, because. You know, like you said, they over-sexualize mm-hmm. women. I feel like it's something about our skin. Like, the color of... Mm. I don't know what it is, but I was... I'm not going to say where where I was working at the time. <laughs> but I was working <laughs> at the Let time. Let them know. And, of course, there are dress codes mm. there. You don't want to look too mm-hmm. revealing yeah. and everything. But I wore shorts one day, and... Um, my coworkers have worn shorts and skirts as well, mm-hmm. and I made sure that my shorts were a good length, like mm-hmm. they weren't too short, um, longer than I normally wear them. <laughs> yes, um, come on, <laughs> catch her on a Saturday. Yes, <laughs> and um, the people I work with have also worn shorts the same length, and I was kind of pulled aside and, and told that, like, you know, be careful, you don't, you know, you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, and you know, your shorts are a little bit too short. But I just felt like why is it that I can't wear the same things as they can? And I feel like it's the skin. It's like, it's the color and it's the sexualization and the ideas that we've just had in our society has had. It's crazy because, um, and we're going to get back to Chelsea in a minute, Mm -hmm. but it's crazy because just like we are about to get into the fact that a lot of times the things that occur in a white person's life, they're not thinking Mm. about white privilege in that moment. Mm -hmm. The reverse of that is when a black girl puts on her shorts to go to school, to go to work, to go wherever she's going, she's not thinking in this moment, oh, I I am sexy as F right now. Like She's just putting on shorts. It's hot. It's it's your mind that's going to the sexualization of this individual. So why, why if I'm, clearly I'm not, but if I were the woman, mm-hmm. why should I be the one to be um, reprimanded because you are having these thoughts in a workspace? Yeah. That's yeah. not my fault. That's yours. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the same I just, thing I was thinking. I don't thinking. understand that double standard. So okay, with Chelsea, though, she <laughs> did admit that she was the beneficiary of white privilege. She said that there, she just knows that there's no way that she would be where she is with her career mm-hmm. if she were not white. Like, there's no way that a black woman could go in and talk negatively about all the celebrities, still have them come on her show. Like, 
the per- the closest person I can kind of think of is Wendy Williams a little bit. Oh, yeah. for sure. But as much as I love me some Wendy Williams, you have to admit. She still want to get away with it. She she only gets like maybe B, B plus tier celebrities that come through her show. Yeah. Mariah Carey's not stepping foot on her show. If Whitney Houston was alive, she would not be on her show. Jennifer yeah. Aniston, all of these A-listers are not coming on Wendy Williams. Whereas, oh, they'll go on Chelsea. And they did. Mm-hmm. So... Like she said, there's no way that she would have been E's number one show mm-hmm. with all of these guests and celebrities talking smack about everybody if she were black. Just not possible. Yeah. But that's so. crazy how she even knows that. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's good that she's aware no, of that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I was gonna say, I I feel like Wendy she does it, but she gets slammed for yeah. it. Oh, like yeah, that's people go oh. in on her about it. With Chelsea, I don't know how much backlash she got from that show. I don't I, think she's ever gotten any backlash ever. Yeah. I've never seen anyone be in an uproar about Chelsea, Chelsea Handler ever. And that's the thing; it's getting away with whatever, whatever you want, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You can say whatever, and nobody will say anything about it. That's privilege as well. Well, I also want to bring you this this clip from. Um, Chelsea's documentary that they played on the Red Table Talk, and then we'll talk. So take a look. Uh, what's your What's your situation? My take on the white privilege thing is, I mean, if we're going to say there's white privilege, then you would have to say that there's some form of privilege for any race or any gender, any religion. If you're an attractive woman, you have a privilege. I think there's all different kinds of privileges. I mean, I don't, I don't know if privilege is the right word. Do you think black people have privilege? In every every race, like yeah, I said, yeah, in every what shape. kind of privilege do people of color get? <laughs> um, college admission now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's that's more. That's kind of a big one. Whoa. That's a big and one. They, yeah. A certain percentage have to Please. be hired. You think that's wrong? Not that that's wrong, but to really feel like you need to hire someone based on their skin color, huh. it, it seems wrong. Isn't it kind of the right thing to do to say, hey, let's give people who we were oppressing for so long a little bit of a head start, a little bit of an opportunity since we've all benefited from those opportunities? I know you don't think that you have. I definitely think I've benefited from the color of my skin. I don't think I would have gotten away with my career if I were a black girl. Part of me thinks it's time to move on and knock it off and quit talking about it. Okay, so the reason I wanted to play this clip was for a number of reasons. One... Let's just be clear. So people love to paint California, especially SoCal, as this, oh, so happy, everyone, welcome, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. These are the same thoughts as, I mean, you go to Jackson, Mississippi, you hear the same thing. These people are in Orange County, California, which is right down the street. So let's let's be clear on that. And then also... um, there's so many things to un- to unpack here. <laughs> yeah, the really? first one, the first one was when the woman was like, um, "Oh, well, they benefit now." And she's like, "Oh, well, how do they benefit? She's oh, well, they get college. to go to college now. Oh, well, thank you very much that we get to some of us get to go to college. That I think it's the the thousands, well, not thousands, but the hundreds of years of slavery, the hundreds of years of Jim Crow and oppression, the hundreds of years of discrimination that's still going on today." All of that can be wiped away because we get to go to college. Yes, ma'am, you're right. Right, but I mean, even that college is still hard. I oh, mean, yeah. did you ever? I mean, I don't know if you're um, aware of the situation that happened. I think last year or two years ago. It was a while back, though. It was about UT University of Texas. Mm. They were dealing with a situation 
with um, apparently like this girl didn't get admitted to um, the school and she didn't think it was fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it so it struck us it struck something to where you know a lot like I don't know if y'all are aware of Black Twitter, but um, of course definitely Black Twitter was eating this girl up okay. because she complained pretty much about how it wasn't fair how she got in and I believe it was like you know saying how it's not fair how she how it's easier how it's easier for people of color to get in because they're of color Mm. and so i that was a big huge situation and so the fact that she even mentioned college admission is so crazy to me because no if anything like we fought so hard to get to be able to go to college am i wrong and it's not like you just woke up and said oh yeah y'all can go to college there's so much that went into that first of all they had to start historically black colleges and universities because you wouldn't let us into the white schools like university of florida university of alabama all of the Mm -hmm. ones where the predominantly black students are playing football those schools we couldn't get into so then we had to create our own then they didn't like that so then they started letting us come in after we forced our way through with the board brown versus the board of education and that supreme court thing like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you just woke up and said oh yes go to school now like we had to fight for that so what are you what where is the privilege it privilege means that this is just something that comes with the territory this didn't come with the territory yeah and i think what she's referring to is the fact that now colleges are required to admit a certain percentage of black or minority students but we wouldn't have to require a certain percentage if, if you just let, let us, us in. in to oh, begin wait, wait, with. Here's the kicker, That's though. Mean. Here is the kicker. And I wish this woman was sitting in front of me because <laughs> just as they have to admit a certain number of minority students due to affirmative action. Hi, all of my white females that I love so much. Hi, you benefit <laughs> from that, too. Like, that. Yeah. Do they not see they that? They don't think about that. They don't. They don't think about it at all. They don't. It's, it's like we... And the only reason that it's there is because black people were being discriminated yep. against. Women were being discriminated, regardless of the, the color. Women were being, everyone was being discriminated as discriminated against except white men. Right. So that's why affirmative action came into the into play in the and first it place. switched yeah. to where it just like, it just got worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, first it was just for, for white men. And now it's, it's for white men and white women. You know what I mean? It's just the way it's like it seems like slowly things the rules and not the like the rules mm-hmm. of when it comes to that it seems like it's starting to slowly change of what's accepting and what's not. But the, oh, mm-hmm. go, ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I was going to say the funny thing is even with that, even with all of the privilege, even with the system being the way it is, Lori Lachlan, Felicity mm. Huffman, you still had to cheat the system to get your daughters. That's crazy. Into college, like it's <laughs> it's already the the game is already in your favor. Yeah. You're already wealthy. You're already celebrity, so you're famous. Mm-hmm. You're already all of these pot. You're already white. You're mm-hmm. all of these great things that give you a thousand feet ahead of everyone else, yeah. and you still have to cheat and corrupt still. the system to try to get in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, it's okay. I was just going to say, the thing about uh, that was so frustrating when watching this specific clip was that, and they talked about it, not only is there no awareness or they they try and pretend like it doesn't exist but they try and flip it so now it's like you're trying to make it seem like we're benefiting from this and we're not at all we never have and i I, it's a defense mechanism aside from not wanting to talk about it at all they talk about it but then now it's our fault they they want to play like the victim almost yeah but it's like notice this like when you go to events like when you ever go to like certain events and you see security or the people that are you know guiding you where what are they predominantly? Yeah. 
white. Either not, no, not even that. They're predominantly either black or Hispanic. They're they're all they're there is anyone but barely any white people that work the events. They're always the people that are in the front, but never the people that are wearing mm. the yellow the yellow. Oh vests. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the, like the security no, person. I'm, I'm talking no, you're I, talking I mean, about just the staff. The, yeah, 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 like the staff. Like why is the staff predominantly black or predominantly Hispanic or Asian? But you don't see anybody like barely white, and yet you're yeah. saying you're saying oh we don't we're not trying to you know hire someone because of their skin color. Okay, but it seems like that. Yeah. Because I don't see, see. Diver- I don't see diversity. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, just to, because um, I know we got to get into news and gossip, but that last <laughs> lady that said something, it was like, the thing that annoyed me the most about her comment when she was just like, I knock it off already. It's like, I'm sorry. How is this hurting you again? Like, right. how, like, you are benefiting from everything that this world has to offer. And the fact that I'm expressing the fact that, oh, this isn't fair. Hey, don't forget about us over here. Really? You want me to knock it off? It's like, you right. knock it off. Right. You stop being racist. Like, <laughs> as long as we're, as long as we deal with all the issues that we deal with, we will never knock it off. You and we can't. Have to stop talking it's about it. It's because of you that we can't yeah, knock exactly. it off. Exactly. Oh, okay. You're not helping. Lighten exactly. this mood. Give me some news. I need something, something happy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let me pull out my notes. Notes. Uh-oh. Yay. <laughs> she was absent from the show, but this is Willow right here. Yes. Wait a minute. Ooh. She wasn't on today. But today, for our Mr. and Mrs. Smith segment, it's that. all about Will. Will just celebrated his 51st yes. birthday. Yay. And he looks so good. So good. Yes. 51 years young. Crazy. He turned 50. I know, right? He turned 51 on the 25th, so just a few days ago. He got a lot of birthday wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jaden posted this clip, a throwback clip from when he was in Pursuit of Happiness with his dad. Just take a look. Oh my gosh. Memories. Young Jaden. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. Thanks. Not even me. Mm. All right? All right. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. Period. Come on it and go get it. One of the most emotional scenes, I think, and there were plenty throughout this movie. Um, but in the caption, I loved it because uh, Jaden wrote that in the moment that they recorded this, uh, Will told him that they were not acting in that mm. moment, that they were just going to be reflecting real human emotion. So I feel like Will's been like that since Jaden was little. Yeah, he's yeah. very honest. Yeah. He's very I love honest. That. Not even that. He's just always been like real. genuine yeah. and yes. real. And he knows how to make people cry, no matter like what. <laughs> No matter what movie is. Have you seen I Am Legend? Yeah. That's my favorite movie. When I tell you I've cried, that's a good movie. I've cried. That is a good Remember, movie. I cried on the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air when yeah, he was talking yeah. about his oh, dad. Yeah, yeah. I saw he, that. To this day, it still makes me cry. Yeah. My dad, my dad and I can watch it together, and he's yeah. been in my life forever, and I still cry. Still, yeah. that's what I love about acting. Uh, like he's you can amazing. Hit those exactly. Let's move on to Jada. So Jada wished her husband a happy birthday <laughs> and presented so this beautiful video of mon- a montage of clips of their family. Take a look. I already love this. Joker on TV. (laughs) Joker. And they know better than anyone. 
We're in Italy, and this is where your eyebrows came from. I just wanted to be as comfortable uh, and as functional as It's possible. functional. Those are your functional glasses. <laughs> She's been trained, so if a man attacks you... No, let's not do this right now. You don't get to decide when you're attacked. Well, oh, you, ow! Jaden, why are you doing all the way down there? Stand up. Oh, <laughs> uh, you putting grease in grease. Your hair is pretty though, bud. It's not cute. Like, like a fine ass Tweety Bird. Eleven lizards licking. You still gotta be cute. Well, I stay cute so I don't have to get cute. Hey, right? Bravo. She's like, I'm married to this. We love our family troll. Love it. Um, Call me Joker. I love that. She wrote that I never considered you funny, but after many years, I finally get your humor. Thank you for teaching me how to laugh with you and how to laugh at myself. Beautiful, mm, yeah. Which is beautiful. And then Will posted this video. He said, "In case you were wondering how my birthday party went, <laughs> he was going off. Yo, he went crazy. <laughs> Why not though? Do you think they did yes. Fresh Prince, the song? They had to, right? They probably. had to. They probably did. They had to. Will also posted this photo. It's, it's a piece of artwork uh, promoting his new film, Gemini Man. As you guys know, it comes out uh, October 11th. And it's caption, uh, I felt like it spoke to me. It says, you can spend a lot of time placing blame on others when you're the only one standing in your way. Mm-hmm. Well, let me uh, know. Yes, right? <laughs> Will you know. always coming through right? with the quotes. I love it. Because yes. he knows. He knows he's better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's dealt with so much. Like, you know, he's been bankrupt. I mean, uh, yeah, he's been bankrupt before. Yeah, he's been broke before. He's been, yeah, he's been broke yeah. before, yeah. Yeah. So, so why not? Yeah. It's that concludes our Mr. and Mrs. Smith segment. Oh, well, yes. excuse me. Yay. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. Oh, all right. So um, I guess we need to get into this special segment, which is our real talk. So what we do with the, the lights change or am I going crazy? Yes, I oh, think they, they are. Do. They okay. are changing a little bit. I'm just like, just trying to make sure I'm not losing it. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, so with our real talk segment, that's usually where we kind of get a little personal. We tend to get personal on these shows. Yeah. And we just kind of like somehow attach ourselves to the subject matter. Mm. So... I don't really have a question for Real Talk, so I'm just going to let it flow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as far as white privilege is concerned, as far as everything that you saw on this episode, your Real Talk moment. My Real Talk moment would be the clip, uh, the last clip that we watched of the group of white women together talking about white privilege and how they feel about it. I would say all of the clips from her documentary, which really makes me want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's upsetting to see, but also... I'm trying to be more open about trying to figure out why they feel the way that they do. And um, it just made me realize that it's just important to listen and to understand each other because I, I feel like that's the problem is there's a disconnect and nobody's listening and everyone's so upset all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's reason to be upset, but I feel like they, they need to listen for sure. So I would say my real talk moment is just being a fly on the wall in that conversation. Okay. I actually love that. Honestly, I love that also. like, let me take that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, if I can, like, just you know, adding on to what you're saying, mm-hmm. like, I truly, honestly agree because, you know, 
I feel like we have, for many years, many, many, many years, we have just gone along, everyone, not even just, you know, at black people, just each, like, race. I feel like we've all gone along with the same, you know, um, dance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's time to break that. Just because, you know, the world is, it, look, we all, let's be honest. The economy is crashing, okay? Yes. Oh, it it's is on crashing. Oh, yes. Recycle, y'all. Yeah. But... Yeah. And so, with that being said, that just shows more and more that the world is slowly, like, ending. And it's like, why not let it end in a way where, like, we both understand each other? You know, I feel like we never really got a chance for... I, I feel like white people never really got a chance to understand black people. And I feel like, you know, I'm not saying we have to... To an extent. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, have, we can understand them, but, like, just... Instead of us always being so like you know ready to fight and like like we should be more open as well, just as much as they need to be open as well. And I just feel like Chelsea, when it comes to that, she's showing that you know she's trying. And so you know I need all my fellow white people to try. That's what you she know? said. Yeah. You know I like and you do because you're right. Like you mentioned before, you said you know they don't if even if you're not racist or anything, if you're not doing anything, you're you're still you're still you're still playing along with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know it's I love that Chelsea is starting to be like look like if you know that this isn't right, if you are an unproblematic white uh, person, right. speak up. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. Ellen Pompeo stays speaking up. She, she does. She stays yeah. speaking she does. up, and mm-hmm. she's on a number one show, what? making millions of dollars, what? and she still finds it necessary because she something. can totally be isolated from all of these situations. But she's still just right is right, wrong is wrong. It does. It, this is not a money issue. It's just a what's the best way issue. this is supposed to go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're human. Yes. No. Yes. Go on. We're human. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I agree. We still, we have red blood. We came from, you know what I mean? Like, we came from the same, well, I don't know about y'all, but we came from the same Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, at the end of the day, we're we're the same people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me, so what I, my takeaway with this Real Talk situation is that something that I have said probably on other shows, and I'm going to say it again, is that we need each other. Yes. All of the movements that took place in this country from the women's movement to the abolishment of slavery to the end of segregation in the South, well, throughout the U.S., all mm-hmm. of that took a collaborative effort in order for us to combat any type of hate, in order for us to combat anything. We all have to work together. Yeah. And it's going to take uncomfortable conversations. But the interesting thing is no one should be uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. I was not a slave. You did not make me a slave. We should not be uncomfortable yeah. having a conversation about slavery. Let's break Let's, our history yeah. and the, talk about the it. The whole point of history is to not get over it, as the woman said, and move on, but it's to learn so that we can move from it and not repeat the same things like we're doing right now. Like, literally, we could go back to, what, 1976 or 7, somewhere in there, wherever the whole Whitewater situation, Watergate happened Mm -hmm. with um, Nixon. It looks exactly like now. Like, we're we're repeating the same stuff that we were going through through the 60s and the 70s for equality is the same stuff we're going through now. The only difference is now we have social media, so it looks like there's more of it. It's the same thing like mm -hmm. let's learn let's stop this let's have a conversation you understand not just black people but asians and hispanics and every minority group but then also yeah like you said we should also be at a place where we can see and listen to the other side because it's in order for there to be equality, that does not mean that the white race has to give up and then we'll anything. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you don't, exactly. you don't lose anything. So yeah. my point is we're in this together. Yeah. Let's just 
love each other and move yes. on. Like, come on, people. So on that note, oh, go ahead. Were I you? was just gonna say it takes more energy hating each other than it does to just accept each other yeah. and yeah. move Listen on and understand. And, and it's it. not healthy. Yeah. yeah. So like, what is healthy though is that you can follow all of these panelists <laughs> here on this on this uh, show right here. So you why can. don't you tell them, Jade, where they can oh. find you on social media? Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all can find me on Instagram. My handle is my Ming official, M-A-I-M-I-N-G official. So spell it out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> come here and let the people know. Well, you gotta I'm looking for followers now. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. What about you? Of course, you can get your entire life following me on all social media at Ooh. the Tyler Tyson. And we will see y'all right here next week for another episode of Red Table Talk after show. Yes. Woo! Bye. <laughs> on behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.